0: Hourly rates for virtual assistants can vary so much. I've seen virtual assistants charging anywhere from $3 per hour to $75 per hour plus. And to a new virtual assistant, it can be hard to look at this vast range of hourly rates and determine a rate that is right for your business. If you've downloaded my pricing guide or checked out other virtual assistants blogs, you might have found a couple of different formulas that will help you determine an hourly rate that will allow your business to be sustainable. But what if you want to go beyond sustainability and find an hourly rate that is a perfect fit for your business? I believe that there are just four key questions to ask yourself when you're considering raising your rates and I'm sharing them all on this week's episode. You're listening to the Support Squad podcast where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad Podcast, Sharon Nissen. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Support Squad Podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Nissen, And now before we dive into the nitty gritty of today's episode, I thought it would be great to tell you a little bit about my evolution in pricing my virtual assistant services. I think that so often we get really vague advice about pricing, like we hear stuff like charge your worth and if a client won't pay your rates, then they're not your client but we rarely hear virtual assistants get real and honest about their rates, especially their hourly rates. So I wanna share my journey with real numbers, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that my virtual assistant journey began with working with some kind of random business owners on the freelancing site Upwork. And I'm bit embarrassed to say that I was pretty much accepting any hourly rate at that time. I think that the lowest hourly rate I worked for was maybe like $11 an hour. And obviously there's no way to run a sustainable business at that rate. And while I was able to pretty quickly scale up from that, I would not recommend that any virtual assistant work for such a low hourly rate, even at the very beginning of building their business. I hear other virtual assistants recommend working for low rates or even for free in order to gain experience. But the thing is, we all have experience already, even if it's not specifically online as a virtual assistant. Like Peggy Ray James told support squad members in her exclusive training last month, just because you're new to being a virtual assistant does not mean that you're new in terms of business and work experience. You have so much to draw from. So always keep that in mind. Now pretty quickly into my virtual assistant journey, I settled in to the comfy, safe rate of $25 an hour. And after charging only $11 an hour, this felt pretty good to me for a little while. It was affordable for my clients. It allowed me to run a sustainable business and confident wise, it definitely felt a lot better than $11 an hour. But then over the six next six months or so, I started to become more niched in my business to the point where I was a high level executive assistant for soulful entrepreneurs helping them to build systems in their business that allowed them to bring in more income and reach more people. And with this more specialized approach in my business, I eventually landed at a rate of $40 an hour. And this is where I set my hourly rate today with my retainer clients. Over time, I've noticed that there are really four main points to consider when determining an hourly rate, and I'm gonna break them all down for you right now. So number one, how sparkly is my client experience? I can't express enough the importance of the client experience. Creating a streamlined, personalized, beautiful customer experience will attract clients that are more willing to pay a higher rate. Think of it like this. Say you went on vacation. You're going to go on vacation. And so you're checking out hotels, you're reading reviews, you're doing cost comparisons. And one hotel costs $99 a night, and it's close to everything you want to check out. It has the amenities you need, but when you read the reviews, people are saying things like horrible experience, chaotic check-in, bad communication, or things like decent hotel, but terrible management. So then you find another hotel that costs $159 a night. It has a similar location and similar amenities, but the reviews say things like wonderful experience, excellent service, or friendly and welcoming staff, seamless check-in process. I don't know about you. but i would be more than willing to pay that extra 60 bucks if it means having a stress-free pleasurable experience at the second hotel even though the amenities are about the same the experience is really what makes the difference and clients who are wanting to hire a virtual assistant to make their lives easier will definitely pay a higher rate for a virtual assistant that Provides an amazing client experience. So, how do you ensure a great client experience? First off, you need to map out on paper or in a project management tool like Trello or Asana the entire experience from booking the discovery call to offboarding the client. Throughout every step of the process, think of ways that you can make the experience easier or more enjoyable for your client. Ask yourself this. Is it easy for them to schedule a discovery call using a tool like Calendly or Acuity? Do they have all of your pricing information before the discovery call? What happens when they decide to hire you? Is it easy for them to find and pay their invoice? Are the channels of communication clear? There are so many ways to throw a little bit of sparkle onto your client experience and each little bit of sparkle makes your services that much more valuable to your ideal client. If you're scared to raise your hourly rate, think of how you can improve your client experience and find little things that you can implement throughout the process. And by the way, if you wanna learn the ins and outs of creating a beautiful client experience, including how to automate most of it so it's almost no extra work for you, you're gonna love Amanda Pruden's training the client experience and the Support Squad membership community. If you head to thesupportsquad.com, you can get a preview of that training. So, okay, number two. The number two question to ask yourself when you're considering raising your rates, how much technical skill or training is required to complete the tasks? So if you have a skill that's very technical or it requires a ton of extra training to master, you can charge top dollar for your hourly rates. For example, if you took an extensive course to master the art of creating Facebook ads, that service is going to be a lot more valuable than something that most people can do, like inbox management. This is why I think it's well worth it to invest in continued education and training. If you want to drastically increase your rates, take some time to research skills that are in demand in your niche. If you work with coaches that create a lot of video, learning complex editing skills could come in handy. Or if you work with photographers, learning the ins and outs of photo editing in Photoshop or Lightroom might be a really in demand skill. Think about how you can take one of your more generalized services and focus it in a little bit more. How can you refine it so that it's more valuable? I'll also note here that you really don't need a ton of fancy skills to be a virtual assistant. If you're really not interested in learning an in-depth technical service, pay attention to the other three points I talk about in this episode and see where you can expand in other areas. So the number three question is how refined is my niche? Now, as I mentioned, I was able to drastically increase my rates after I refined my niche as a virtual assistant for soulful female entrepreneurs. And I believe there were a couple of reasons for this. First of all, because I was presenting myself as an expert, I was attracting clients that were at a certain level in their business. So bringing in over ten thousand dollars a month. Their businesses were already successful, so they were were looking for someone to help take them to the next level. And they saw my rate as an investment in their business. Now, the second reason I think that I was able to increase my rates after I niched down was because I personally felt more confident when I had more focus in my business. uh, Rather than throwing things out into cyberspace and seeing if they would stick, I could become much more strategic in my marketing. So once I had a more clear vision for my business, I had no problem asking for a higher rate. So as I always say, yes, it's possible to have a virtual assistant business without a niche, but your income potential and your overall satisfaction will definitely increase when you find your area of expertise. All right, so the number four question, can i provide proof of incredible results so if you want to charge an amazing hourly rate why don't you prove that you can give amazing results and there are a few ways you can do this so you can use social proof and this involves testimonials so ask your former clients to write an in-depth testimonial of your services And to make sure it dives deep and provides lots of evidence for future clients, you could come up with a quick form in or a quick questionnaire in Google Forms to send to them. Another way you can do this is with a portfolio. So having a portfolio of your highest quality work will prove to potential clients what you're capable of. You can create a portfolio page on your website or make a PDF in Canva. Just make sure that you're showing off your absolute best work. Quality is better than quantity here. Um, Another way to give that social proof is with case studies. If you're a social media manager, take screenshots of your client's engagement rate. If you're a Pinterest manager, keep records of your client's link clicks. If you provide email marketing services, track your client's open rates. If you can show your success with past clients, potential clients will gladly pay a premium hourly rate because they'll already have that trust and be excited to see the results that you can show them. You'll notice that as you ask yourself these four questions that there are probably pieces of your business that you can uplevel in order to justify a serious increase in your rates The beautiful thing about being a virtual assistant is that there's so much room to increase your income. And by continuing to improve your skills and your customer service, you'll not only begin to attract clients that will be happy to pay your rates, you're also gonna fall more and more in love with your business. And that, my friends, is priceless. Now, if you want to ask me any questions about this week's episode, make sure to join us in our private Facebook group, the Support Squad Hangout. And if you want to get personalized coaching from me, in-depth trainings from guest experts and so much more, be sure to join us in the Support Squad membership community. When you sign up right now, you get 14 days for free. And when you enroll, you get instant access to everything that's in the membership area. So that means all of our trainings from guest experts, all of our past coaching calls, all of those bonus goodies like contract templates and bonus trainings and all that stuff. You get instant access when you enroll and try it for 14 days for free. So I'll see you in there until next time, boss babe.